0: You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, it is Luscious D with Loving Your Reflection and a map of my evolution podcast. We are wrapping up our 2020 first season of the podcast, the night before New Year's Eve, and I am going to be sharing my story First of all, as I've said throughout the past months and starting the podcast in March, I am so thrilled to have had the opportunity to connect with so many amazing folks during the pandemic. Um, I have A good number of people lined up already to speak with in January. And I'm really excited to speak with some male identifying individuals um, to talk to them about their body journeys as well, because self-esteem and body image issues do not discriminate, you know, your uh, your race, your gender expression um, your ethnicity, you know, is sometimes those things can be a catalyst for, you know, people being bullied or um, being made to feel less than as well. So I've really tried to be intersectional in my Guest selection and invitations to people to be on the podcast because really as I have said numerous times I want to speak to everybody that has a body and wants to talk about their body and you know these stories are powerful and even though we're different and you know we live in different places we're uh, different backgrounds and ethnicities and everything like that. I'm sure that there are people out there who are hearing these various stories and being moved by them. Um, And, you know, and I think it's so important to stay connected any way we can during these pandemic times and share some positivity and stories of overcoming hardship and really just kind of taking some of the negativity off of you know the fact that bodies change during quarantine you're stressed you're losing your jobs you're losing your family members like you know you may gain weight you may lose weight but that's whatever's happening to you that's your story to tell uh, you're welcome to share space and tell your story on a map of my evolution podcast we are aiming to interview a hundred people and we still got a good way to go (laughs) um second season will be premiering in march and some exciting things are going to roll out with that i'm not going to give too much of that away but um again it's been really great chatting with folks since March and, you know, connecting with people in that way because social distancing has been hard on a lot of people, um, you know, losing jobs and, you know, feeling disconnected to communities and things like that. So, you know, we have our virtual catch up sessions whenever we get to record and, you know, it, it definitely um, is something that I always look forward to. Uh, as I said, the reason that I started a Map of My Evolution podcast was because of you know the, all the shaming that had been going on during the pandemic. Uh, Folks were talking about the quarantine 15 and then celebrities had come out and, you know, some people had lost weight. Some had gained weight. Some were trying to, you know, gain weight for health reasons and things like that. And there was just a lot of ugliness and negativity going around on social media. And I really wanted to create a safe space where people could just share their stories at every level of their self-love and acceptance journey for me my self-love and acceptance journey has really been a product of probably about 35 years of not having the best self-esteem and body image after You know, years of bullying and unfulfilling relationships and just general confusion on um, myself, my worth, you know, who I was, what I bring and things of that nature. I've always been heavy. I've never been small. I can remember back to maybe I was five or so and I remember specifically one of those embarrassing um naked photos that your parents take of you when you're taking a bath like you know almost being a you know a smaller version of my body these days you know having um, you know a belly and small breasts and you know fuller size and Um, hips and arms and I mean of course I was five so you know I was a lot smaller then but I can remember having a similar body shape since I was younger and as I grew older you know again I got heavier and one of the most prevalent things that I can remember was you know I've always had Problems with my menstrual cycle ever since I got my period when I was 11. Um, you know, I've always had stomach issues. That's something that I was born with. Um, and I have always loved to perform. I've always loved to be on stage. And from, you know, a young age, I pursued that. And then another thing that's always been a constant since a young age was being uh, made to feel less than because of my size. And it and the negativity around my size doesn't happen as much now, but I do remember, you know, many instances throughout my younger years and you know into high school and college and even when it comes to family weddings and family gatherings and things like that, and being constantly told, you know, Oh, you're so pretty. Uh, you know, if you just lost weight, uh, things like that. And so there's always to me a, some often, I guess not sometimes often negative connotation around, you know, being told that I'm attractive and, uh, things like that because it was always like I can see myself in the mirror like I see and I've always been able to see that I'm an attractive person but I never equated my size to not being an attractive person I've never you know thought like oh I'm so fat I'm so ugly you know I've never um, felt that negative about myself in that respect but I've been constantly bombarded with commentary on the way I look my size things like that and I wish that people you know would look past that especially men too because you know as from my younger years to now I'm in my almost mid-40s after Two more birthdays it'll be in my mid-40s but um yeah it's just something that's constant it's like okay so I I can see myself in the mirror I know what I look like you know I know I'm heavy I know I'm pretty I know the internal parts of me but I think a lot of times it, you know if you look a certain way, whether you're heavy and, and somebody's attracted to you because you're a heavy person, or you know because you're small, or you've got large breasts, or a nice booty, or whatever the the um, you know thing that you have that is an attractive quality to another person, sometimes people just can't get past that. Um, it's all very surface level. Relationship and and me these days I'm always looking for connections with people because I've always been kind of a weirdo. Um, I I used to be a pretty much extroverted and things like that. I quiet a lot just because I like to listen and get to know people and also I'm kind of a space cadet too because you know fibromyalgia and chronic pain and Swiss cheese memory sometimes make me forget things and space out and things of that nature so you know people often think I'm quiet or another thing is I'm often in pain too like I just don't want to be um out there ruining somebody else's time so either you know I'll go I'll try to stay for a little bit not say too much or um you know just kind of just like sit back take it all in but I can talk I mean I think that I I realized within myself, like working at home and not having a lot of interaction over this pandemic time. When I do get to talk to people, sometimes I notice that I talk a lot, and I don't mean to, but I I just know that you know when you've been without that kind of contact or connection, you can uh, you can word vomit a little bit. (laughs) But I, you know, I definitely have. Um you know, faced my fair share of being considered, you know, for my parents outwardly than, uh, you know, what's more on the inside for myself. I don't remember being picked on a lot for my size until I was in middle school where a lot of the bullying happened with just a group of guys who were just... (sighs) Very kind of, um, I so I grew up in the 90s and they were, I guess, if you're talking about clicks, I was a new waiver type person, um, like listen to alternative music. They were like metalhead type people and preppy type people and metalheads and things like that. Um, it's a group of boys that, uh, verbally and then physically, um, assaulted myself and my friend were yeah they were like headbangers and gross guys that i wouldn't even like even take a look at um guys that probably haven't amounted to much of anything today they might be in jail or have been in jail and things like that not to uh you know not to knock anybody who has been you know to jail or anything like that because I don't know but you know I've never experienced that however my point is that they were kind of unsavory characters from the beginning and for them to have kind of tormented me um, you know my uh, seventh grade year of middle school And then, you know, on and off throughout high school, different groups of people, it's just uh, kind of just looking back. It's like, okay, um, why did I think they had any power over me? Because they're not, you know, they haven't amounted to much of anything today. And I think that, you know, sometimes we can look back on people that have bullied us and made us feel less than in our lives and, you know, say, hey, you know, that person was going through uh, rough time, or whatever, we don't know what was in their shoes, but, um, you know, for whatever reason, they chose to take that negative energy out on, not faulting or forgiving them, just kind of, like, stating a fact, so whatever, I mean, if I would have seen these characters today, I probably would give them a dirty look and I may say something or, you know, maybe one day my book will be published and I'll have stories of things that happened to me in the past and I'll be like, yeah, that was you and your cronies back in the day. Uh, You know, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, what are you teaching your kids? I hope that you're teaching your kids better and not to be you know, disrespectful and a bully and things like that. But, um, yeah, so there was that group of guys. And then, um, like throughout high school, a lot of it was, you know, I was weird. I wrote poetry. People thought I was on drugs because I hung out with people that did drugs. Um, and, and, you know I look I look back at it like I didn't start I uh, you know using anything until like I was in college you know of course you experiment with marijuana and you drink and things like that I didn't start doing any of that till um till college and then of course after college I quit you know when you get a job and things like that nowadays I'm just doing it for medicinal purposes with a prescription because of chronic pain but you know i think that people associate you with um the characteristics of people that you spend time with and that's another you know something that of course you shouldn't do you know don't judge a book by its cover don't uh, make your decisions on people until you actually get to know them. You know, don't judge them just by the people they spend time with. Um, you know, cause, I mean, you're high school and elementary school and middle school and all that. Just being a kid is hard. Being a person is hard most of the time. Um, and everybody's just trying to figure out how to get through the day. So, yeah, it's just it's interesting to look back on past experiences to figure out, you know what the trajectory was on my map of my evolution, How did I come to be the person that I am today? Um, and I think I talk about, um if you've ever heard my spoken word, peace, loving your reflection, when I was a freshman in college, I did theater. I did theater on and off since I was in kindergarten. But during college, you know, I found the Pitt-Johnstown Theater Department. And I really uh, just kind of found my love for character acting and doing radio and things like that. And I remember freshman year... Dave, who was just a gem of a human being. He passed away a couple years ago suddenly, but he said, Dee, you're so beautiful. Look at yourself. Do you realize how beautiful you are when he was doing my makeup for a show? And I honestly, like I had said before, I honestly never thought that my size made me an ugly person or didn't uh, make me pretty or you know it didn't equate to me not being a beautiful person because you know I like to get to know people from the inside out I mean of course we see that outer skin our shells but I like to get to know the person and I mean and I'm one of those people that has the rare talent of I'm generally able to discern whether or not i'm gonna like someone within the first meeting with them there's very few occasions where my first impressions are wrong um and then though on those rare occasions i'm glad you know that there was a second chance to you know get to know somebody but usually i can tell pretty pretty quickly whether or not i like someone so but yeah, so, you know, college was my first time for a lot of things. I still, from in college, I never really dated. I never really dated in high school or anything like that. Um, always constants in my life where my mom was sick. Um, and, you know, life was always chaotic because of her illness. And there was, honestly, there was never anybody I was really interested in. And I, you know, looking back, it could have been, you know, this nagging, uh, self-esteem and body image issues. It could have been the onset of what I figured out over the past couple of years, um, that I'm like demi, uh, sexual and kind of on the asexual spectrum, you know and I I think that kind of like sexuality is pretty fluid and you know you're always growing and learning and figuring out things about yourself and I don't think that there's any you know there's no right or wrong way to be there's no right or wrong way to have a body or you know work your body or wear clothes or whatever like do you you know do you figure out your life do what makes you happy and you know as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else then you know you just do what you can to make yourself happy and kind of put yourself in the best place you can be but also like you know a lot of people who you know suffer from self-esteem and body image issues I when I did actually um, you know start dating and getting relationships and you know long-term relationships and having sex and all the things You know, I didn't make the most wise choices. And again, I I think that when you're suffering from that self-esteem and body image, you're either going one of two ways. You're withholding yourself from all of that, not putting yourself out there. You're embarrassed and shy and things like that. So I was kind of on that end of the spectrum And then I knew other people who were, you know, constantly putting themselves out there and sleeping with 20 some people and, you know, whatever the case may be. And again, there's no right or wrong way to be, you know, if you're a person who is, you know, super interested in sex, you go do you, you have fun, be safe, do the thing. I'm happy to hear about it. If you're not a sexual person, you know, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like, you know, you just do what makes you happy. Um, but again, I just kind of know a lot of people that were kind of at one extreme or the other. And a lot of it can be attributed to, you know, how you're raised, how you were treated as you were growing up by the members of you know either the opposite sex or whatever sex you're interested in um or whoever you know how you're treated by other people and then that kind of uh propels you one way or the other um and that definitely plays a big part in your your body story (laughs) um And my family, like... It was really interesting because, you know, my mom was sick. I was raised mostly by my dad and my grandma. So I didn't, like, learn the... You know... Didn't really know about makeup or... You know, like... Have somebody to, like, take you shopping and do girly things with you. Um, Or... Uh, and, and I know that a lot of times, like, looking back, I feel like, um, you know, when you're f- like, people are trying to show you love, what do they do for you? You know, they try to feed you, they try to do all these things. And I think that, you know, you have a sick, uh, very sick wife, and you work a lot, and you've got an elderly lady, like, you know, how do you make your kids happy? Okay, let's feed you, let's do all you know, so I think that not having a, uh, kind of stable home life, uh, you know, growing up kind of contributed to some of the body issues too, um, not only like, uh, what are you gonna do with these kids? Okay, let's feed them. Um... But then on the flip side of that, like, you know, telling you you're fat as you're growing up and you need to lose weight and you're worthless and you're a loser and, you know, other people in the family like, oh, well, you can't be in the wedding unless you lose 50 pounds and all those other stuff. And you, you have these memories of and even still to this day of people being hyper focused on. Weight and the outer skin, and being constantly degrading to themselves, and then looking at your, you know, self and saying, Okay, so you're, you know, you're fat, and why are you so confident? Why are you so. Um, sure of yourself and things like that so you know you've got that kind of like family dichotomy it it runs all pretty rampant throughout my family like my I I had two sisters one is deceased one is uh, a couple years younger and then I have some older cousins uh, four of them they're all girls too and you know there's the tall skinny girls and then there's the short fat girls who you know didn't marry as people wanted or there's divorce and children and you know so there's in that family dynamic there's turmoil too and there's turmoil in how you're perceived and you you know, how your, uh, you know, once, if your body changes, then it's almost like, then it's okay to talk to you and it's okay to let you know your worth as it's attributed to a smaller size. So I went through a lot of that kind of thing within my family. And that's pretty Uh, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Um, that can pretty much fuck you up. Um. You know, being constantly told one way or the other that you're, you know, like you're only worthy when you're smaller and as you're heavier, you're not worthy and, you know, it's just a lot. so yeah so middle school was hard college was better um and then the summer before my senior year of college I got to a car accident which led to the eventual you know chronic pain and then all the things that linger the neuropathy the you know break between vertebrae and the um, the sodonomia and all the things. Uh, you know, college was some issues with the PCOS, and but that was really diagnosed in high school, so it was a lot there. And then after grad school, you know, finally started dating and things like that while I was in grad, so I was like 23, 22, 23 when i uh like when i had sex for the first time and then when i got into my first long-term relationship which ended up being my marriage which should have never happened uh but again i you know made the mistake of like a lot of people that may go through self-esteem and body image issues do that you know you find someone who you know seems to like you for you that you know doesn't care what size you are that appreciates you and treats you well so you think um then you know in that token that you know you end up staying with them for probably the wrong reasons and I think that you know that taught me that I'm really not a person who feels romantic love i didn't realize that and so i feel bad that i let myself get into that uh type of relationship because i don't really feel romantic love i i don't um like i don't understand it like my brain isn't wired that way um that it was more of a friendship and that i cared about the person and, and you know, they cared about me and things like that, but it was more, even both sides, like more of a front thing that just kind of <sighs> didn't actually peak when it should have and, you know, caused turmoil to both of us. So I'm definitely sorry that uh, that time was... You know, I don't know what would happen if if I could go back into a time machine and uh, take those 13 years away. I don't know what my life would be like. It would be interesting. But I do know one thing is that I'm grateful for the ending of my marriage so I was able to find Burlesque. Because that, I would say, in 2013, after my divorce, um, is when I really started to take my life back to start performing again to really kind of explore the relationship I had with myself and my body. And it took me, you know, a couple of years to become comfortable in my skin and taking off clothes and things like that. But when I started Loving Your Reflection in 2016 and when I started doing that piece and then traveling the year later, I really found myself like I started doing photo shoots again. Um, I started modeling and just being you know, looking at myself in front of the camera and and seeing myself in the mirror in a a different light, um, really kind of focusing more on not necessarily my outward appearance, but like really thinking about my body and how it functions and what it does. And, you know, being the person that I am with um, multiple issues with chronic pain and things like that, uh, you know, it, it. I try to come at my body or anything I do with it. Like, you know, if I'm changing my eating habits, if I'm exercising or whatever, I'm not trying to do it from a place of love of hatred. I want to do everything from a place of love. And so like for me, um, you know, as I kind of move through the like body positive body neutrality, kind of body acceptance and self love for me, it's more, you know, anything I do you know I do it with love for myself um, and that you know I have to learn to love and accept myself as I am in whatever incarnation I am and that's you know that can be a really hard thing because we know that you know sometimes we uh, you know we don't treat ourselves right or you know, we medicate with things that we shouldn't or that we, you know, put ourselves into situations that, you know, we shouldn't be in when we're feeling, you know, when we're not feeling well. Um, But I really have tried, you know, these past few years to kind of like I said, come at everything that I do from a place of love, and when I, you know, interact with other individuals or when I do like empowerment workshops or anything like that, um, you know, we do we do talk about the physical as- aspect of things, but also like it's more like you know how do you feel? How does this make you feel? Let's let's talk about something. Is there something that you can say? about yourself and what your body and what it does that is not negative like think about you know how you function um think about yourself as a person um and things like that so i mean it's it's really uh it's really been an interesting journey these past years i've met a lot of really awesome people through not only performing but then also the workshops and the photo shoots that i organize and you know it's interesting to see you know people's progression uh, years later i know that you know this pandemic has been super hard on everybody for many different reasons and so you know, I, I just think that as humans, we just need to be gentle with ourselves and each other. And, you know, when we all finally get to come together one day after this is, um, you know, everything's been vaccinated and you know, things start opening up again, we need to remember that, you know, our eyes will be the ones that are going to see our eyes, you know, seeing firsthand, Um, you know, our friends for the first time in, you know, maybe a year, you know, uh, a year and a half, nine months, whatever the time has gone by. And that person's body may have changed, your body may have changed, but like, Don't let the first word that comes out of your mouth be like, oh my God, you lost so much weight, or jeez, you gave, you know, like people just need to kind of think before they speak and just remember, uh, to treat others how they want to be treated. You know, let's go back to the old golden rule there, um, and just really, you know remind ourselves that this time has been pretty unprecedented and you know we haven't you know most of us haven't been through anything like this before and you know everybody's going to react differently to the trauma of the past nine months year whatever it ends up being and just kind of be there for each other be gentle be good to yourself I'm really happy that I've been able to, you know, connect with all these people and, you know, be vulnerable and share my story because it's, you know, your story is part of who you are. And I think that it's neat to see how we evolve from you know our younger self or a self that is um, not confident and insecure and you know does not love themselves to somebody who is extremely confident and you know full of self-love and it doesn't mean that because you're confident and you you know are full of self-love and you you know you understand how to care for yourself and care for others and things like that that you're not going to have bad days even the most confident and um self-assured people out there um have their insecure days and their insecurities we're all human you know we all have these um very convoluted emotions sometimes you know you don't know from one day to the next what might be going on in your life or your head or your body or whatever and that's going to dictate how you know you feel about yourself and other people at any given moment Um, but it's you know really important to remember to kind of you know be gentle as we navigate Burlesque has definitely been a pivotal pinprick on the map of my evolution these past seven years. And even though, like, I've slowed down performing and I do a lot of more production stuff these days, uh, you know, my love for the stage is always going to be there. Um, it, it's kind of different now doing virtual shows and things because like for a lot of stuff that I do, it's kind of interactive. Like, I want people to touch me. I'm giving you consent to touch me and be in my space and write on me or, um, you know, whatever I might be doing. So I'm, I'm more wanting to connect with those audiences and things like that. And it's just not there on a virtual stage. Um, it doesn't feel right, you know, like I miss hugging my friends and seeing my friends and, um, you know, getting some consensual butt touches <laughs> and just getting hugs and cuddles and things and it's just, it's not the same. You know, I, I like being able to support and things like that, but I just, it's hard to... You know, it's hard to compare that to the actual time face-to-face in front of people, but I don't know when that's going to be safe to happen again. I hope that if you're listening to a Map of My Evolution podcast and you know, maybe you're struggling with self-esteem and body image issues, maybe you're you know, struggling with sexuality or that you are thinking of maybe trying something different, performing, writing, acting, you know, learning to skateboard, like wanting to do something else, wanting to challenge yourself and learn and grow, that you hear these stories that you you know maybe you identify in some way with one of the guests and you know I hope that you know if you're struggling that you reach out I'd love to hear from you you know through Instagram at loving underscore your reflection uh, loving your reflection on Facebook um who do you love why not yourself at gmail.com um or through you know my luscious D page or uh dd divino instagram or Danielle a may on facebook i you know encourage you to reach out and if you'd love to be a guest i'd love to have you i'd love to hear your story i want to hear everybody's stories um my goal is with this podcast is to interview 100 individuals from all over you know not just performers you know everyday people anybody who struggles with self-esteem and body image issues or even the people that don't just people that you know are confident in their body maybe they can you know inspire somebody or you know someone that's doing something interesting with their life or maybe somebody that's going on a journey that you know is maybe trying to take control of their health in their life and um, you know doing things that may cause their body size to uh, lessen like one of my uh, recent guests pale ginger pear um, or an upcoming guest is going to be a wrestler who's you know now on a journey to, um, you know, become healthier and reduce in size and things like that. So, you know, here on a map of my evolution, if people, uh, you know, mention, you know, a surgery or a, you know, something that they're doing to try to um, take their life back, if it's somebody who's, you know, struggle like myself with you know, obesity and, um, you know, health issues and things like that. I want, you know, everybody to do what they can to be healthy and happy. And if what somebody wants to do to, you know, take their life back from whatever illness that they're suffering from or someone that wants to feel better and, you know, Goes through elimination phases on things like I want everybody to, you know, be able to express that without being bashed for trying to do what they can to make it their best life. I am not someone who is ever going to. Uh, you know, body shame a person that's smaller than me or um, somebody that, you know, looks differently. Like, I, you know, I think people in general are beautiful um, on the inside. And of course, you know, that outer shell is what you see first, but I'm really someone that likes to get to know what's on the inside of that shell. Um, so I can kind of make my decisions on the people so but I just want people to do what makes them happy um, to do it from a place of love and to really quit paying attention to other people and what everybody else is doing with their bodies like do you you know do what makes you happy do what makes you feel healthy um, but don't you know, rain on somebody else's parade if they're doing something that you don't agree with. Like, you don't need to troll them on Instagram and make nasty comments and, you know, fight with them on YouTube or whatever the situation is. So, I know, um... You know, during the pandemic, a lot of that was happening to uh, different stars and influencers who had, you know, either gained or lost weight. And they were, you know, coming under a lot of fire. And, you know, people were like, oh, we lost this icon. It's like, stop idolizing people. Like, it, they're human beings. So, everybody's human, everybody has body issues. I'm sure that most people have been, you know, bullied at one time in their life. And, you know, these stories are valuable and important and they can change, you know, the way that we see and talk about our bodies one day at a time. Um, I'm really happy to have been able to bring a map of my evolution to fruition during the pandemic. And I'm looking forward to 2021 with hope and, you know, things coming on the horizon for loving your reflection in a map of my evolution podcast, um, that are pretty exciting. And I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to jinx myself. And I also don't want to, have other people who may be listening, like, Oh, I'm going to steal your idea. Like, you know, (laughs) I want to just kind of, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I'm really excited. I want to expand upon, um, this brand and do more with it. And, um, yeah, so, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I will have a couple shows uh, coming up with Loving Your Reflection. Um, my birthday is in March. I'm going to be 44. And I'm going to do a show, like a variety show, uh, called "A Map of My Evolution. And what I'm doing is going to be asking performers to revisit you know, themselves of the past, whenever they first started doing burlesque and doing some interviews and talking about that. And also then have some interviews with some newer burlesque performers and kind of find out what brought them to burlesque and, you know, about their body story and things like that. But the point of it is, is, you know, again, you know, we're, we're showing the, the pinprick in the map of our evolution as humans, And, you know, where does burlesque and performing fall in that map? And, you know, how have we changed and evolved and grown from when we started till now? So that's kind of the concept of that show. And then I am going to do another one. Because as a, you know, as a plus size person, as a woman, as somebody who's generally single, mostly kind of ethically non-monogamous type person, um, you know, I'm out there in the world meeting humans, chatting with humans on the interwebs and whatnot. Um, And, you know, you come across a lot of people who may fetishize, you know, certain body sizes or body parts or whatever and things like that. So, so we're going to do a fetish show, Um, not necessarily to, you know, like we're going to reclaim it, you know, so, um, you know, show that whatever, you know, maybe we have a fetish, maybe, you know, we're feeding into somebody else's fetish or whatever, but, you know, that it's, it's all good, whatever you're into, we're not gonna yuck somebody else's yum, you know, we're just gonna pay tribute to fetishes that maybe we've encountered as a part of our evolution or something that we're, interested in you know in in this kind of evolving state of ourselves and yeah then maybe just one more show just about bodies body story oh yeah it's gonna be the body story um it's gonna be an open mic and i don't know if You know, that's going to be able to be in person. These are probably all going to end up being virtual shows, but yeah, it's a body story open mic. And it's just basically um, individuals sharing their, you know, body journey, kind of like, you know, the podcast, but into like a show format, into, you know, tell your story in five minutes and not, you know, an hour podcast um so yes yeah, so that'll be so like three shows um yeah so so that's what i'm looking forward to in 2021 doing some rebranding sponsoring some shows um because you know i as a um cis white queer fat female you know i recognize that i do have privilege and I want to be able to support, you know, black and people of color, um, BIPOC, you know, businesses and performers and, you know, women, um, women and trans, you know, businesses and things like that. So I want to be able to support, marginalized communities and, uh, you know, promote events and, you know, contribute where I can and just, you know, use my privilege for the greater good. Like I, I want to be able to, you know, do what I can because I know that, you know, there's so much There's so much hatred in the world for people who are, you know, different, um, who, you know, don't have the same privilege, who, you know, look differently and things like that. So I want to be able to um, be a positive Um, supporter of you know those communities and you know educate myself and learn from you know years of systemic racism and things like that I want to be able to um, you know give back because black lives do matter all day every day black trans lives matter and you know all black lives matter and you know if one thing 2020 has taught me is that, you know, you, <laughs> me, uh, you know, I'm never going to know how someone else, you know, lived their life or how their life was, what they've experienced, but I want to, you know, connect with folks from every walk of life and experience and ideation and, and just really learn about people and what they've experienced in their lives and, you know, what makes them the people they are today, what drives them, what motivates them, what, you know, brought them to this point that they are today. So I, you know, I really want to continue to do that, and you know, support as many, you know, different artists and entertainers and mediums that I that I can that I'm able to. You know, there's a lot of work to be done, and you know, we're going to be turning the page tomorrow on a new year as a Friday. 2021 and hopefully hopefully 2021 is better for everyone. So from he, me at a map of my evolution and life of living year reflection, I want to say happy new year. Stay safe, stay home. Stay socially distant. Listen to podcasts, wear your mask when you have to go out. Be nice to each other, be nice to yourself, and just do it all with love, for love, and you know, love yourself, and just keep on keeping on. I will talk to you in 2021 be doing a podcast pretty much every week in january so far um i'd like to get between three to five episodes a month as we you know move right along to our goal of 100 interviews it's probably going to take till the end of 2021 but it will be done I have not lost interest. I'm only building my momentum, and it can only go up from here. Have a happy new year. Be safe. And here's to a brighter 2021.